Blog Talk Radio. continents i appreciate y'all for tuning in tonight welcome to the real talk of robert simmons show i'm your host robert simmons and if you listened to the show last week you are in for a treat this week we talked about marriage versus being single is it worth it is it better to be single who knows the reason why we're doing a part two tonight is because we took so many calls last week we could not get them in and a lot of people we got to you got to do another show on this because we want to uh, give our opinion. Now I will say this, based on last week. If you listen to the show last week, you all know that I believe being single won that show. I had more people come in talk about um, not being married being better versus being married. And tonight, hey, I would like. If you're married, call in. If you're happily married, call in. If you hate your marriage, you can call in anonymously. We won't tell. (laughs) We want to hear from you. If you want to warn people not to get married, call in as well. If you're single and you really, 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 really want to be married, we want you to call in too. We want to hear the benefits of being married, the pros and cons of marriage. So uh, later on tonight I have – what does she want to go by tonight as Holy Ghost Simmons? She will be calling in to give her uh, opinion on the show. So remember, guys, the number two call in, if you're listening on iTunes, the website, or even Facebook Live, the number to call in is area code 646-668-8814. Press the number one. We will put you right in queue to speak live on the air. Again, that number is area code 646-668-8814. Press the number 1, and it will put you in queue to be live on the air. Now, last week we had a guy called uh, Colin. What was his name? Anybody remember? What was his name, the guy, the guy that called in? Um, was it Joe? Joe. We had a guy named Joe call in, and uh, he asked to kind of hang around the show for a little bit. And I got to be honest with you, uh, I'm kind of glad he did because, he was able to spin that. Uh, I believe he said he was married, but he wasn't. He was divorced, possibly. Can't really remember. But um, he gave some uh, some good insight on the reasons not to get married. This guy was totally 100% against marriage. And I guess the better question, the title of the show should have been, is marriage worth it in 2018? Because there was a time in history where I guess being married uh, was clearly more beneficial than uh, not being married. Nowadays, it seems with, uh, I think that 
back in the day when women didn't have as many rights as men did, being married was definitely beneficial because the man was the breadwinner, the man was this man. You know, the, a man had so much going on until that it was almost impossible to have a family without the man being present. And I think in 2018, as we look at what's going on now, I think it's a lot less because the women the women don't need men now. I think marriage is valued less, but that goes back to is it even worth getting married now? If you're a man, if you don't really need a man, why get married? Is it just uh, on paper, just a contract to say, hey, I'm married to someone, and now you have, what, gay marriage? And you can get married to anything. I mean, in the future, we'll probably be able to get married to animals. I don't think, <laughs> think anybody actually cares at, at this point. But I want to know the pros and cons. Make sure that you call in tonight. I want to hear from the single people, single ladies, single men, married women, married men. Call in. Is it better to be married or do you feel okay being single? And I'm going to give this number out, out over and over throughout the night. The reason being, um, I say this number throughout the entire show and people will still put in the Facebook comment lives, what's the number to call in? So the number to call in is area code 646-814. Press the number 1 to be live on the show. Again, that number is area code 646-668-8814. And let us know if it's worth being married in 2018. Or is it just better to keep your behind single. Because guess what? If you're single, he or she can't leave with half. And a lot of people, even if you have prenuptial agreements, um, I don't know if you guys know, but if all my attorney friends can call it, that'd be great. But in a place like the state of Florida, even with a prenup, they can still leave with a certain they can still leave with certain things. Once you put that uh once you sign that marriage certificate, they can still leave you and uh, leave with uh, certain things. I don't believe I need these headsets because it's running through the monitors. Uh, so call in. Let us know if you've been divorced. I have a friend, and um, hopefully she, he or she is not watching the show. But um, she's on her fifth fifth marriage. She's on her fifth marriage. And um, she never gave up on finding love. And um, I'm guessing she found love. She's been married a couple years now, so we'll we'll see uh, where that goes. But if you have any advice on 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 that, make sure that you guys you call in and you press the number one. If you're just tuning in, like I said, I'm gonna keep saying this over and over and over again. I believe if you go to the website, there is a chat room open. Let me double check. Well, you can send your questions in through there, or if you want to put comments right here on Facebook Live, I'll go ahead and read it, and I'll try to address it um, based on my opinion. But once again, I've never been married, so I'm going to give you my opinion. They may not be facts of life, but I'm definitely going to give you my opinion on the how how I feel about it in in 2018. 
because we live in a we live in a hypersexual society. We live in a society where everything is about money, everything is about sex, everything is about me, 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 me. Uh, especially here in America, of being a first world country, it just seems to be very, very. Marriage seems to suck a lot. I'm just be honest. In my opinion, I have a lot of friends that are married, and with that being said, I would say 90% of my friends that are married are miserable. They are sad. They are not happy. They tell me, Robert, please wait to get married. Robert, if I can do it all over again, I would not be married. Just ah, swerve marriage. <laughs> Hello, Grace. How are you? Grace says just nope to marriage. Just say no. Just say no to marriage. You know that's that's definitely some people's uh, some people's opinion. But like I said, the reason why I didn't bring a guest on the show tonight is because I, I wanted to make room for uh, the calls because they're gonna come. Because I want people to express express how they feel about this topic. And I see people coming into the studio now and on Facebook Live. Appreciate y'all. For those who just coming in, remember the number is area code six four six 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 eight 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 one four. And press the number one. And the way you hear me on all four ways to listen, you will hear your voice. Again, that number is area code six four six 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 eight. 8814 and press the number one, and we will accept you. Hey, Miss Nita, she said they need to walk to more, they need to talk to more single people. Single people are just as sad. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Miss Chantel Williams, I say take your time and experience life before you decide. Those are both uh, great answers. Now, the thing about sadness and happiness, um, which, which you brought up a very good point, there are, there are a lot of single people that are sad, but a lot of people don't realize that, and I don't want to get into, like, the left about this, but happiness and sadness comes from within. Let's, so let's get that out the way. Um, you can be sad single. If you're a sad and depressed single person, you're gonna, when you get married, you're going to be a married person until you decide to work on happiness within yourself. So I'm not trying to, like, bash your comment because I, I, do believe, I do believe there are a lot of sad single people. But let's be honest. If you're sad before marriage, there's a 90% chance you're going to be sad after marriage. It has nothing to do um, – happiness and sadness has nothing to do with being linked to someone or not being linked to someone. So, uh, but, and yeah, I believe that you should take your time as, uh, let me go down, Chantel Williams, and I'm saying your name because the people that are listening via iTunes and website, they, they can't see what I can see. But Chantel, she said, uh, take your time. Lonely, not sad. I don't know. Nah, well, the thing about it, um, when you're single, and if you listened to the show last week, uh, someone called in, and I have a theory that until you're happy, by yourself, you cannot 
be married to someone else. You know, a lot of people get this bad thing going on where they be like, well, I am so lonely, I have to have somebody. Now, we know that God didn't make men and women put on this earth just to be alone, but when you say things like, I have to have a man or I have to have a woman, uh, you will probably be pretty miserable in a marriage at some point because I'm, I'm going to tell you why. If you need a man or you need a woman in your life, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to the ladies for a second. A man could never be everything you want him to be. There's no such thing as the perfect husband or the perfect man. So let's just put that out there. It, it, it doesn't It doesn't happen. What's going on, man? What's up, bro? Hey, hey, call, call, call in, call, call in. Remember the number to call in is uh, area code six four six 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 eight 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 one four. Press the number one. Press the number one, and you'll be on the show. Again, the number is area code six four six 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 eight eight eight. But back to what I was saying um, about happiness. If, and, and I've experienced this in my personal life. No, you you would date someone, and that person has a void that needs to be filled with some type of I don't know spirituality or some type of um, security or whatever. Whether whether it's Christ, Buddha, I don't know. I personally believe in Jesus Christ, but I'm not here fixing to make everybody become Christian even though I think maybe you should, but that's not that's none of my business, what you do. My point is you need some type of spirituality, spirituality in that or meditation in that empty spot. So what happens is when you go out to find these, uh, this, this, this marriage or this person to be your husband because you're so, so tired of being lonely and single, you end up falling and bumping your head. But I don't want to get too deep into that because that's not really – um, the gist of the show or what we're talking about. We're talking rather be marriage or being single. What is better? Uh, you'd rather be married or you'd rather be single. In, in 2018, what does marriage mean? And I'm going to ask this to all the ladies out there, married and single. What does marriage actually mean to you? Does it mean that he's more committed to you now that you have a ring versus when you didn't, does it mean he owes more attention to you now? Because, ladies, let's be honest, you can be single and dating the guy before you get married and complain about the amount of time that you're getting from him. So once do you think that once you get married, he's going to is he's going to give you more time? Like, is is this is it worth I I know people that have been married for not married. They've been together for like ten years. Never been married. Never been married a day in their life, and they're happy. Then I meet the girls that won't give you a glass of water unless you put a ring on it. Oh, on this finger. Unless you put a ring on it, they don't want to do nothing. I ain't gonna cook. I ain't gonna clean. I ain't gonna do nothing for you until you put a ring on it. So my question is. What is the importance of marriage? I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying what is the importance of marriage in today's society? And remember, once again, the number to call in 
as we wait for Holy Ghost Simmons to, to come on the show is area code 646-668-8814. And press the number 1. It will put you on the show. The, again, the number to call in is area code 646 668 Press the number 1, and it will put you on the show. Should he put a ring on it or not? Nah? And if you don't think he should put a ring on it and you can still have the same relationship, then what is the problem? Well, you keep asking this man to marry you for Because, you know, we do live in a society where the man's supposed to propose to the woman. You know, one of these days I might do a show on should women propose to men, but I don't know. But it's 2018. It's 2018, so we have to see what's, 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 what's happening. Uh, I see the, 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 the listeners' calls starting to come on iTunes and Blog Talk. Appreciate y'all for tuning in all over in Africa and everywhere. Uh, Ms. Nita said, I think how he treats you when you're in a relationship is the same way he will treat you when you get married. Hmm. There's no magic switch that turns on once you get married. Well, I agree 100%. But that still goes back to the question, is it even worth getting married? I mean, what does marriage mean to you? ...of marriage. We know boy meets girl, girl meets boy. They like each other. They begin to date each other, right? We know that. Okay, my point is, me putting a ring on it, what is the significance? (laughs) What is the significance does it take, does it mean to be like, he's my husband versus he's my man? Does it make you feel better among your peers? Or I'm on the call, how can I put my input? Oh, oh, what's going on, Brett? Just press press the number one. Just press the number one, and it, it will put you, uh, put you in queue. Because I, I have a lot of people, I, it's a lot of numbers in here, but uh, if you guys are listening, make sure you just press the number one, and it, it will definitely, uh, said you did? Okay. I don't know. Uh, say press the number one. Okay, let me see. Let me see. I, I don't want to be on because I I have the. Let me see what I can what I can do here. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, what's going hello. on, man? You're you're on, but did, did you press the number one? Oh me. Hello. Yeah, who's this? Hello, uh, yeah, I can hear you. Hey man, what's what's going on? I, I was just reading your message, uh, your thing on Facebook Live, but uh, it just it didn't let me know you was uh, in queue. Okay, okay, okay. So so hey, to, to be know. married or not to be married? What's your opinion? Well, me, I was on both spectrums. So right now I'm married, and give a spectrum from both ends, really. And like I tell people, you know, some people say, you know, marriage is just a piece of paper or a ring, but it's more than that because now, okay, with being single, that's why people 
are so more free to or prone to walk away. They're kind of happy because of the fact of they still have the freedom to leave. But I feel like I'm yeah. Can you can, can you married. can you speak up? They they can't they can't hear you. They can't hear you. Okay. Being single, I feel like it has it gives you the freedom to leave right. when you're unhappy. You get what I'm saying? And marriage, right. being married, is pretty much a fight. Okay, a so, fight. So you're saying single people just really not ready to put in that fight? Exactly, because because at the same time, if someone makes you mad in a relationship, you could just walk away. No ties, no, I mean, you know, they say the heartbreak is there, the heartache is there. It's like you wasted your time and the person walked away. You get what I'm saying? But a marriage is something you have to really fight for. Only way, this this is how I'm going to break it down in a stronger term. The only way to win in a marriage is to fight back. So imagine yourself being in a fight and you're losing, right? You can always run away, right? But in a marriage, the only way to win is for you to fight back, if that makes sense. I think I think I think so it makes sense. You, so, uh, so you have they're to, having a little bit of uh, they having a hard little bit of a hard time hearing you on uh on on, on Facebook, but uh, you're low okay. for whatever reason. But uh, basically, I'm, uh, what he was saying is that a marriage, in a marriage, you have to be willing, uh, you have to find it worth enough to fight back, is what you're saying. For your, when, you're, when you're single, to, you don't have to have that will. And and just to clear something up, you know, some people, wait, wait, I think I heard you correctly, I'm not sure, when you say um, as far as, I think I heard you say something along the lines of, you know, it was something along the lines of being, do you have to be married to be happy in a sense or, or to create the, or get the perfect husband or is no such thing as the perfect husband. Right, right. right. There's no such thing as the perfect husband. And, and, that, and, and that's that. And I want pretty much men and women to know that, like you said, there's no perfect person. So if you're looking for the perfect person, you'll never find them because at the same time, you have to perfect the person that you're with. That man has to perfect you to become the perfect wife. That woman has to perfect you to become the perfect husband for her. That's why, in a sense, marriage is tailor-made. It's only fit or perfect for you. You have to tailor that marriage or that husband or that wife for you. You get what I'm saying? I can't, so I can't, people, I can't really hear you. Um, I don't know yeah, what's okay, on you phone, can hear me now? With the phone. I can, I can, yeah, there you go, there you go. Okay. Yeah, your phone, your phone is maybe, maybe turn your phone up. Okay, yeah, I did. Okay. You can hear me better? Yeah, but I mean, which, but, but which, I, I agree with what you're saying, but what you're saying doesn't really sound attractive if you're trying to, if you're trying to sell marriage to someone, say, listen. Oh, no. You better no, get married. No, no, no. Because you know. Go ahead. 
No, what did I answer your question or you said am I trying to sell? You said I'm trying no, to no, sell. No, 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 no. You 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 answered the question. I was just reading the comments because you know some people said, well, yeah, well I agree with him. I'm not trying to fight all my life, but I think there's a point in where the fighting ends and then it's love. Or are are you are you're fighting your whole marriage because you're bringing two beings together? Exactly, you're bringing two imperfect beings. And you're trying to make him perfect. So you can't go okay. looking for the perfect person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you you can't really go looking for the perfect person. You you got to make an imperfect person perfect for you. I see what you're saying. Okay. You, okay. you know, and some people say, oh, he's just so perfect for me. He this and he that. Until they get married and in a relationship and committed together, then you see his imperfections. Or mm. you see her imperfections. So you have to be willing to tell her, hey, these are your imperfections and you'll be perfect for me if you do this or do that or act this way or act that way, vice versa. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, listen, man, I, I appreciate your call. They heard your perspective. I actually had to hold a mic up uh, to, to, to to the camera so that they could hear, but I, I, I appreciate it. That's, that's a very interesting perspective. I hope you get to explore that um, the rest of the night. But, uh, man, thank you very much for your call. Keep listening, man. Keep listening. Call in whenever you like. All right, my man. Take it easy. All right. This good good talking to you. That's a man, uh we uh JSO right there, but we went to high school together. I hadn't seen him in a very, very long time. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back uh straight to the phone lines. And uh hello, you're live on the air. This is Holy Ghost Simmons speaking. Can you hear me? Okay, it's it's not, it's something it's something wrong with my speaker then, because you're still you're still low. You're low too. What oh, about no. now? Is this better? Oh. Let me see. Is this better? I just got a I just got a new phone, so that's that's probably what it is. Man. Yeah, can you hear me now? Okay. All right. I can Thanks. hear you. Okay. I can Guys, hear you. Can you, you hear can me? Start, if you can hear her, like give me a thumbs up. Just just start talking. If y'all can hear her, give me a thumbs up. Marriage or right. uh, marriage or single life. Well, you know, hold on one second, Robert. Hold on one second. A lot of us like to jump to these conclusions. Um, we want a a very specific answer, yes or no, and I just think that a lot of times things aren't yes or no. My question to is marriage or not, my question is maybe, because maybe you're ready, but maybe you aren't. Maybe you've met the right person, but maybe you haven't. Maybe the timing is good, but maybe the timing is not good. All of these things matter and, and should be determined and considered when you are thinking about marrying people because at least 60% of people who are married are completely miserable at a minimum. Minimum. <laughs> Nothing. I'm serious. And at least I believe the number is married, a lot least, higher than that. I believe the number is a lot higher than well, that, but okay. Well, let me, let me restate that. What I really wanted to say is at least 60% of people who are married don't need to be married to anybody at all, period. They need to be working on themselves. <laughs> the problem is now. Now let me. Okay, so let me complete one thought first. The problem is, so people are too afraid to be alone, too afraid to work on themselves and to become better. Now this is Holy Ghost Simmons speaking. For those of you who are just tuning in, too many people are concerned with just having somebody to lay up on, somebody to sit on, somebody to rub up on, and they don't. They are so afraid of sleeping alone. 
that they will allow anything to happen to them in their life. They will accept anything. They will raise children in completely toxic environments and think that it's normal, but they'll be able to tell you, oh, but I got a man, and you don't. And a lot of times it's used to shame people. Or or, or husband, but a lot of time I, I you hear that from females. Like I don't really hear men going around and be like, I got a wife. You don't. I, don't, I just haven't really heard that. But I've heard a lot of times, I got a man. You don't. But what I do have is peace. And what I do have is all my money in my bank account. And what I do have is a, a nice bed to sleep in. And what I do have is people not stealing and people not keeping me up and I'm not lurking on Facebook and trying to figure out what's going on. Now, this goes to a marriage or not, or relationships or not, period. If you are tangling with someone else, you need to work on yourself first before you ever even go to that place. Ever. Mm. Okay, well, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Listen, I'm going uh, to keep you on. We are at our 30-minute point, and we got to go to a commercial break because, you know, I'm getting fancy. And um, I'm keep stay right there. We will be right back in about seconds. Facebook Live, don't go nowhere. Y'all stay. Y'all listen to my commercials, too. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Gerald Wilkerson, your candidate for Duval County Judge Group 3. I want to thank you for your support in helping me win the recent WBOB straw poll. I look forward to serving you as your next Duval County Judge where I promise to always be fair and impartial. Early voting starts August 13th, so make sure you register to vote and let your voice be heard. Remember, Gerald Wilkerson, when you vote. I'd be honored to have your vote this August. To learn more about my candidacy, visit VoteWilkerson.com. Political advertisement paid for and approved by Gerald Wilkerson for Duval County Judge Group 3. At Firehouse Subs, subs are hot, hearty, extraordinary. Every sub helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Nice, Joe's a life, Lisa. So more people eating at Firehouse Subs means more life-saving equipment donated to first responders. If you're going to have a sub, have one that makes a difference. What's that taste, Jim? And now get a medium sub each day for just $5.55. From Meatball Monday to Italian Sunday. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. I'm Lorraine Hendricks, your candidate for Duval County Court Judge, Group 8. Hurricane season is here, and last year residents of Jacksonville had significant damage due to Hurricane Irma. We're a strong community, so let's get prepared together. And don't forget to check on your elderly neighbors and help them out. Pick up some extra provisions for them, and let's be as prepared as possible this hurricane season. Political advertisement paid for and approved by Lorraine Hendricks, nonpartisan candidate for Duval County Judge Group 8. Okay, guys, welcome back. If you're listening via iTunes, Facebook Live, what's up? And Blog Talk Radio via the website. So on the line, I have me, Holy Ghost Simmons, and that was our 30-minute mark. Can you hear me clear? I'm dealing with some new equipment tonight, so obviously I'm going to have to take something back to the store because tonight's volume seems to be a little bit low, lower than, uh, than usual. Um, I believe the guy that sold me this equipment uh, was married. <laughs> okay, that, is not, that is not funny. All right, so go ahead and continue. <laughs> so you said both parties should be... Yes, we are. We are back. We are back. And you just got to kind of speak up tonight because um, I'm having an audio issue. Okay. I'll, I'll speak very loudly because I need to be heard. So, again, both parties need to make sure that they are complete and that they are whole. The challenge that we keep running into 
is that we have broken people trying to complete some, trying to make something that's whole. And you haven't even dealt with your own issues. You have to deal with your issues, your childhood issues, your issues with trust, your issues with hate, your issues with self-hate, all of that. You have to deal with that before you can bring anybody's son or anybody else's daughter into the mix and think you can build something substantial. Now, I know what I'm talking about because I only speak truth, okay? So this has to happen. And some people will okay. say, oh, but Holy Ghost Simmons, you're not married. How do you know? Well, I've never had a heart attack, but I know if you sit there and eat honey buns and Cheetos all day, you are going to increase your chances for having a heart attack. So it's easy to determine what's, what works and what doesn't work based on trends, based on behavior, and based on previous outcomes. And what we've been seeing for generations is people not dealing with their own issues, people sweeping things under the rug and trying to create something out of nothing when you need a solid foundation. So, based on based on what you based on what you said, it sounds like to me, um, no one should ever get married because everybody they seem to be broken or have some type of insecurities or some type of uh, trust issues, and most of that typically comes from uh, previous and past relationships. And I I do think that the reason why eighty percent of marriage or First of all, 50% of marriages, over 50% of marriages we know fail, end up in divorce. And the other 50, we know that, uh, well, I don't say 50, but maybe uh, 45%, they're married but not happy. And I think uh, all of that is because people are dating um, broken. They're just broke. They're broken. Yes. You're, and I, you're and I think that's, right. that's, that's so, so, but I mean, I guess what the question is, shoot. Should you stay single? You because the thing about it is, since you said stay married. <laughs> but no, no, no. You, you said the question is, do well, why even get married? That's the question, right? That is the movie question. Well, why even get married? So here's the thing, and this is my, my wholehearted belief. We have to break it down to its simplest form. And what you have to do is you have to start with yourself. When you start working on you, you start becoming whole, you start healing, you start forgiving. And what, what happens is you're going to start attracting all sorts of people to you because people are attracted to light, okay? People are attracted to things that are whole. Nobody wants a half-eaten burger. Everybody wants a whole burger. I'm talking a lot about food tonight, and I'm not really sure why. Maybe, maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. So you're saying if you're broken, if you're, so, from, all right, so I'm going to try to make them understand a little bit better. What you're saying is if you're broken, more than likely you're going to attract someone broken to you. And, but, but beyond that, you will be okay with accepting the broken individual. However, when you are whole, with all, because everybody's attracted to the whole person, you, you will be able to easily identify that this is the behavior because brokenness has symptoms. Brokenness is obvious. Brokenness operates in strife, in hatred, in discontent, in turmoil. Wholeness does not do that, and so when you are when you are um, when you're dating, when you're trying to find somebody to court somebody to be the the the, child, the father or mother of your child, and you see someone who's broken, your radar will go off, and you won't date that person. You will go to someone else who is whole. I don't date broken men. Now the other down part of that is it cuts the dating market significantly because most people are broken, but it's because we've cultivated a culture where brokenness is. Well, okay. I mean, we're, we're 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 talking about most people like ninety percent. Which which yeah. which is which makes the odds for getting married based on those principles slim to none. Right, it does, it does. But my peace is invaluable. 
you can't put a price on my peace. And so if that's what it takes for me to have my peace, because let me tell you something, Robert. I have fought so hard. I have faced all of my demons to have the peace that I have in my life right now. I've dealt with all of it. And I will be a monkey's uncle before I allow somebody's child, and I like men, so somebody's son to come and hijack my peace because you're not dealing with your brokenness. Because you because you refuse to heal, you know. And then the other thing is, I've met men who are in the middle of healing, and I've met whole men, by the way. I've met men who are in the middle of healing, and what I tell them is, you have to heal, heal first. Well, Miss 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 V Simmons on Facebook says, uh, "How do you know when someone is whole or broken?" Because again, the symptoms of broken, there are symptoms of brokenness, okay, that you can look for discontent. Constant anger, constant strife, people who are okay living in turmoil. It's just, it's just like well, peace is obvious. Oh, so shoot. That seems like everybody on, everybody on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very, very low bar. That's a, an incredibly low bar. <laughs> a very low bar. So when you are searching for that person who's whole, first of all, there's not enough people listening to themselves, there's not enough people being silent and figuring out what you like and what, and what you're attracted to, but you, you'll start to, as you navigate the, the dating space, you'll start to see it, and when you see that sign, believe it. Every single person I know who, who's been divorced, every single person, I've asked them, did you have an idea that this was not a, a good move for you? Every single one of them said, I had, I knew, like deep, deep, deep down inside, I knew every single 100%. That says to me that we're not listening to the intuition that God is giving us. We're not listening. And that's how uh, you know when someone but, but, but you do know, but, but wait a minute. You do know there's a thin line between intuition and insecurity. It is. So not how do you know? Well, not for whole people. <laughs> but, here's, here's, but here's, here's the problem that I, that I have. Every... And I, I don't even sound like I'm bashing women, but most of my female friends, when I talk to them, you know what they say? I'm whole. <laughs> so but, but the, I think, uh-huh. But the evidence is in action. And I've had people say that, too. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. The evidence is in action. Here's the thing. Start breaking it down layer by layer. Can they be accountable for their actions? And that is really a red flag. If you are talking to one of your female friends, you start to say, I think you could have handled this differently. And they always say, but, 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 but he did this, but they did this, but they should not have. That's not wholeness. Because when you are operating in a space of wholeness, and the only reason I know this, Robert, is because I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I've, I have gone through the muck, I'm telling you. When you are sitting in a place where all you're doing is looking at what this person did to me and how they negatively impacted me, then you are looking at it from a victim standpoint. Being whole is a place of empowerment. Yes, this happened to me. And was, was so-and-so wrong? Yes, they may have been wrong, but, but here's how I healed from that, and here's how I overcame from that. And I'm not, I'm not upset with him or her for doing whatever. Like, that was an experience that happened to me, but I've now healed from that. But bitterness, you see people who's bitter? That's brokenness. A whole person isn't bitter because why would they be? Bitterness wow. and uh, brokenness cannot co- Bitterness and, and forgiveness cannot coexist. 
And so when, in order to be whole, you have to forgive. Like, you have to go through it. And this is the reason I've launched um, this movement, because there are so many people not dealing with their demons. They're sweeping it under the rug, and they're, they're not being honest with themselves. In order to heal, you have to go to the ugliest part of you. And you have to say, I have to take responsibility for some of my actions. Because for the, unless you're a child no, 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 and a complete victim. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, we, we do. And there were times in my life, Robert, where I didn't want to take responsibility for Where, no, he did this to me. This happened to me. You shouldn't have done that. But as a whole individual, my perspective is different. But it's because I've looked at myself in the mirror completely naked, figuratively speaking. I've seen my flaws. I'm well aware <laughs> of what they are. <laughs> listen, listen, you're going to have to get naked. Y'all going to have to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> get naked before the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because you see oh, everything. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so Dorinda, um, first uh, uh, Lyndon said, until uh, folks own up to their own faults and flaws, then that's the first step to being whole, which I agree. And uh, Dorinda says, I agree with light attracts light, but you also have, but you also can attract your fears. Uh, uh oh, wait a minute. You also can attract your fears that can be that can very well be a broken man. Well, I think I can answer this. But the thing the thing about fears, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of times, if you ask people what's the opposite of love, they'll say um, they'll say hate. But opposite of love is actually fear, and that's like a theological answer, and people don't uh, don't understand that. So the opposite of love is fear, and you can actually project your fears. And and subconsciously attract your your very fear into your life, and that happens a lot because you don't even realize that you're thinking about your fear a lot. Oh, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. All your subconscious mind here is hurt, 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 and you will actually right. attract that into your life, not even realizing that's what you're doing. Because you say I want better, but if you're projecting fear on your life and your relationship and anything, you know it's never it's never going to work. Therefore which may never lead to a successful marriage or a successful relationship, which may lead you, leave you just single anyway. So you don't even have to answer the question. Robert, can I break it down to its simplest form at this time, please? Will you allow Holy Ghost Simmons please. to speak? Please, please, Holy Ghost Simmons, please do it. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is God has not given us a spirit of fear, okay? That's the very first no. thing. And if you are operating in a place – if you are operating, now understand me very carefully because if you don't pay close attention, you will miss it. If you are not operating, or excuse me, if you are operating in a place of fear, you haven't dealt with your, your deepest demons or your, you haven't peeled completely yet. Because life is not, it doesn't mean that fear does not exist. It doesn't mean that you're not fear of, uh, afraid of anything. I'm not out here saying, I'm not even out here saying being fearless. That's not what I'm, what I'm um, teaching. What I'm saying is step forward in spite of your fear. The person who is able to go forward in spite of their fear is the person who is not controlled by fear and, and is the person who will not attract things based on their fears. You, she's absolutely right to say that you can attract whatever you want based on your fears because that's what's in your subconscious. That's what's, what's always there. That's what you're operating in. But once you get to a place where you're healing yourself and you're becoming whole and you understand that that spirit of fear has to go and you have to step forward regardless and in spite of you're no longer operating in the spirit of fear and you can go forward in your life and it's not going to control your life. Wow. Well. 
you guys, remember to call in. Holy Ghost Simmons is going to sit in with me on a sec for a second. Um, to call in, the number is area code 646-668-8814. Again, press number one to speak. The area code is 646-668-8814. Go ahead and call in and stop texting me. <laughs> Tell him to call in. Holy Ghost Simmons is on the line, and I ain't going nowhere. Right, right, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out. Don't be texting me. Go ahead and call in. That's I'm right. Call him out. <laughs> Everything gonna be uncovered. Right, right. That's people don't want to be exposed. You took the words out of my mouth. That's what's wrong with society today. We want to sweep everything under the rug. No, call on the line. Like, say what it is that you want to say. So that we can get it all out there. And, and, and this is a great example. This is a great example of why people don't heal because they don't want to be honest. I believe in radical honesty, even if it hurts. Radical honesty and radical forgiveness are the two key components of healing. When you are dealing with those things directly, there are no edits. It is raw. And that's when you can heal. The reason healing is so difficult is because we have such a hard time being honest with our own selves. That's the reason folks can't take accountability. You know what? I have, if you can't say in the mirror, you know what? I have some deep issues. I got some real flaws. I'm just angry. If you can't say that to yourself in the mirror and, and understand and be honest about that, you'll never be able to conquer that. That's the first step. And the, and the worst thing in life you want to get to, whether you're married or single, is to get old and gray, set in your ways, and die never becoming somewhat whole. Not, not I mean, just... Mm-hmm. People leave this earth heartbroken, miserable, married or angry. Single. Like just, they just leave really, really sad. And, and anger will will kill you faster than anything. It seems to me, anger and stress. And a lot of people, and you, uh, they they miss. Go ahead. You know what, Robert? Um, and, and you said something earlier that I wanted to touch on. Like, well, is it worth getting married? All of this, it seems so negative. It seems like there are so many issues. Is it worth it? Like, what's the point of marriage? And I want to be very clear that I am a proponent in, of marriage. In 2018, I, in 2018. In 2018, I still am a proponent of marriage. I think that if you do it with the right person, two individuals who are willing to make something work, you can make it work. Because understand that anything is possible when people really want to make it happen. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. You can make whatever you want to work to work out. You just have to find someone else who wants it as bad as you. And, and preferably two people who are whole, okay, who are whole, excuse me. Um, and so the reason for a marriage, in my opinion, is because you're making a commitment. And when you um, make a commitment, it changes the way that you view things as a human. That's the reason you have so many people making pledges. Oh, we pledge to give this amount of money to this, or we pledge to stick to this side or whatever, because there's something about words like pledges and commitments that kind of um, – Make sure your subconscious alter the, the, its view, its vantage point, if you will, and you you hold it with more value. It, it's more important to you. You're less likely to step out on it. And if you do, you'll feel some sort of some sense of guilt at least if you just don't don't honor your pledge or don't honor your vow or something like that. So I view marriage um, as an opportunity to make a commitment to someone, a vow to someone, and or a pledge. And so for that reason, I think it is viable. Wow. Well. We had a guy last week that come on, and he was basically saying that when you look at marriage in today's society, there's nothing wrong with being in love with someone or even being whole with someone. But (laughs) you never know when somebody's going to become unwhole or whatever, and to avoid all the legal Mm. documents and this and that. Because, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, becoming whole and becoming this, but we never talk about, uh, I'm going to use a church terminology, 
the backsliding state. <laughs> yeah, you know that's very interesting. <laughs> so, so the thing that is, is, that is, can you back, can you backslide from being whole? And here's how it happens: it's just like being saved. You know, mm-hmm. start mm-hmm. out right, but if you don't keep your eyes, oh, keep your eyes on the light. Uh, you start to gravitate and slip back to peace. And sure. I think sure. it's possible because we're human. You know, I have Absolutely. people that, you know, some people can't even commit to God. You know, they'll go strong. They'll be like, I love the Lord. And then, you know, two, five years later, you see them you know, on the sidewalk drinking, uh, you know, just turned up homeless. And you're like, what happened? What happened to you? Yeah. You used to be a pastor. I think the same thing uh, goes with um, relationships. I guess that's why it's the biggest and the scary. It's a scary question to stay single it, or to get is. married because when you well, when you get married, well, you are it's a contract. It's a contract, right. and the contract is no matter how bad you get, no matter how whole or unwhole you get. I am making a commitment, a pledge to stay with you for better or for worse. And I know when we say those uh, vows, we ain't really thinking about the worst part because we happy. We got our family there. We got everybody dressed up. People that came in from out of town and, you know, so everything at that point is for better. And then when you see the for worse, You know, then start you like, getting divorced, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew it was gonna get worse, but I didn't know it was gonna get this bad. No, right. You like think well, that, well, um, right, right, like how bad is worse in a marriage? Right. How bad, bad is worse? worse? How bad is worse? <laughs> you know, it's I, like, I think that's an interesting it's ugly. <laughs> I think that's an interesting point and I can appreciate the gentleman, whoever he was last week that that spoke about what happens when you get to that backsliding um, state? And, and, yes, it can absolutely happen to all of us. And what I always communicate to people is that <clears throat> two things. One, healing is a full contact sport, right? So that means you have to be in the game at all times. And then also um, it's, it's cyclical. So the process of healing is cyclical. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. It's going to be a continuous journey. So once you heal from something else, you're going to start healing from – once you heal from one thing, you're going to then start healing from something else as well. Like, so although I'm whole, I'm not complete. Um, I'm not finished, if you will. And I think that sometimes people misunderstand. My journey isn't done yet. Like my, I, I'm not saying, oh, I finished my course. Like that's not the word that I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm whole, which is very different from saying, oh, I'm, I'm finished. I, like everything is done. So I'm still learning. What I know right now, um, what I know right now as a 30-year-old woman is going, I'm going to know much more and I'm going to have a, a different perspective as a 50-year-old woman. And you would hope that you can find somebody to share your life with who will grow with the same trajectory as you. But what people have to understand is you have to do maintenance, just like you do maintenance on your car, just like you go in for a tune-up. All those things, you have to constantly do that because if you stop doing that, if you, so for me, it's like meditating. If I, if I ever stop meditating in life, I promise you, like, I will go to a back state. I will, I will reverse, absolutely. So we, we have to find someone who values those things so much. And, and you know, it's, you, it's a hard decision to make. It really is. And I think that some people don't realize how serious marriage is. 
which is why folks just out here marrying people just out here marrying and procreating with just anything, just anybody. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable to me. It is some of the things I read and see. It's unbelievable, and I I don't understand how people end up in these situations, but it is their lives, um, and it's unfortunate. But I, I just think that we we do do have to first focus on you. Ask the question: Do I know myself? Do do you know who you are? Do you know the things that really make you happy? Do you know the things that absolutely piss you off? Do you know the things you can't deal with? And what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give up in order to have a successful marriage? If you don't know, yeah, well, I'm going to go back to the phone lines. Um, yeah, you, yeah, stay on. I'm gonna go uh, take take some uh, take phone calls. She she she's my um, in house. So I guess. Hello, caller. You are on the air. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm all right, man. Um, it, it's a very interesting topic um, tonight, and a lot of what it is, people, society is itself is messed up. Okay. And the, you know, I'm not disagreeing with anything anybody's saying, but it just society society is messed up. With the way it thinks, it's not like back in the day when everybody stuck together. Even if the woman had a cheating husband, she stayed with him. You know, right. it, it it comes from really being broken, and it's like when you look at relationships of being single, it, it stems down to how it looked like the roles are reversed between men and women. Okay, how listen. Men were men were once alpha males, and then they become beta, and then you have beta females. Now they're alpha females. Mm-hmm. You know um, how even with some jobs they'll pay a woman higher than they pay a man. Oh wow! That's <laughs> you know because I was other way around, right? Well, no, no, like some some jobs like will pay women more. You know. Um, and and not to even pull the race car, but for me, like, I pay child support, so I'm in the system. Once a black man get in the system, it's like it kind of it kind of pulls them down. So it'll make like it'll make it look like the woman is doing better. So when they look at the man, be like, oh, he can't even provide. If I'm paying the bills or paying most of the bills, then why should I respect him? See, when it comes to relationships, a lot of respect is not there anymore, especially for the man. If he can't pay all the bills by himself. Okay, that, I, that's a great point. That's a that's an amazing. Can point. I speak to that? Yes, go ahead. Hello, my name is Holyo Simmons. Um, I I can appreciate your point of view, and I agree with a lot of what you are saying. And I think that it's important for us to recognize the ploy of what this society is doing because it's very intentional and it makes me cringe when I see it. So I am a female, yes, and I can take care of myself completely. I I don't need the assistance of a man to take care of myself. However, I appreciate having a man in my life. I appreciate a man who can take care of me. I appreciate, I enjoy cooking for my family. Like I enjoy playing that role, like being that feminine energy in the space. And so I think that what 
men and women, particularly black men and women, have to realize is that they don't want us to be together. Like, there's a very intentional attack to destroy black families. Back in the day, they would just snatch mothers and children apart and, and take the fathers off and whip people. Like, it was very much physical. Now it's all psychological. So now they're all in our head trying to, make, trying to turn us against each other and make us devalue the men in our lives by saying, oh, you can't, you can't support me or you can't take care of me, and therefore I don't need to respect you, okay? So we have to understand and recognize that ploy. And as a community, as a unit, so you and your, your wife, your, your girlfriend, whoever it is, you guys have to get together and have a conversation and say, listen, they want us to be a broken black family. And, like, that's what they want. I'm very aware that this is what's happening. So let's make sure we do all in our power. And it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying that by any means. But let's make sure that we do all in our power to make sure that we're fighting this system back. Because the system doesn't want black women to respect black men. They, they don't want us to at all. I get what you're saying, 100%. And can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say that? Can I, can I say I, I just want to piggyback off that. Uh, um, Go ahead. Say what you just said. I don't want to tell the women because um, I see this a lot in relationships, and um, I see this more so on Facebook than I see on a lot of other outlets where you see women. Now, there are some, there are guys that are losers out there. Granted, we know that. But there are some guys that's really trying to, they may not be able to, perform, to, to afford the things that you see your homegirl's husband doing. And I think a lot of times, uh, women are taking that anger out. Never leave the marriage. They're taking that anger out on their boyfriends and husbands, you know, and which therefore losing a lack of, you know, this is a lack of respect across across the board, which leads to either you're not getting married, but you're you're, you're having babies, or you and get in get into a marriage and it ends up in divorce because there's no respect across the board. Yeah, you know. Key thing, and I just want to say one more thing about that. Um, like me, um, I, I'm not the most perfect person. My, I'm sorry, my name is Lyndon, by the way. Um, I'm not the Hi, most Lyndon. perfect person when it comes to <clears throat> when it, when it comes to relationships or things like that. One thing I can say is God has given me wisdom and the direction of what to do in a relationship, and even to help others in a relationship. But it's up to them to listen. Now. <clears throat> One thing I can say I can experience, and I agree on, that the system, and I can say it go back to the 70s where they started dismantling black families, mm-hmm. where, they, where the government implemented all this um, help for the woman, you know, and they say, hey, you don't need the man. But once mm-hmm. anybody get in the system, they're basically screwed. Um, and this, this goes as far as um, owing taxes. It don't matter if you're a male or woman, you know, and coming up, and credit is very important, and where you can be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's knowing how to get out of the system is the key, and that's my goal is is getting out of the system from up under child support. So it's it's going through the process, and it's like I always talk to women that that made more than me. Like I'm single now, but the women that made more than me. It, the difference of how they looked at me was the confidence in how I presented myself and how honest I was, well, where I was, oh, what I was making, oh, and what I was doing. Yeah, we got we got so we that, got thirty that, seconds left, but that that that's a whole show within itself. And I'm gonna say this before while we got the thirty seconds, um, women have a lot of power over men. I want to say this to everybody that's listening. 
Um, you have a lot of power when you the, the way a man you can make him feel like a king, and he'll ground hoarder, and you can make him feel like he's nothing. And in, in a woman's mind, they'll say, "Well, if I'm putting you down, wouldn't that make you want to go out and just get it even more?" It don't work like that. It's, that's not how it doesn't psychologically work like that. When you when you when a man is down and he's struggling or single, um, you putting him down it's it's not it's not even healthy. And it's and it's and he will present what you said when is very he will present himself as what you keep telling him that he is. But like I said, the show's about to end. And uh, shoot, we out of time again. And uh, I appreciate that. So, you guys, hopefully we'll have some weddings soon. And, uh, hey, man, thank, thank you for calling in. Holy Ghost Simmons, thank you for calling in. <laughs> My pleasure. No problem. <laughs> so we see y'all next week, uh, Tuesday. Hey, guys, remember, remember early voting starts in Jacksonville in Florida. Actually, August 13th, election day is August 28th. Make sure you go and vote, 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 vote. I think my next show is going to be on vote. Y'all make sure y'all go out and vote. Thank you. God bless y'all, man. Thank y'all for calling in, all right? All right.